Welcome to another episode of Eat Chit and Dice. Another episode of Eat Chit and Dice. <laughs> a <Okay>. fortnightly <laughs> podcast about board games and sometimes food. <laughs> I'm leaving it in, and with me as always is John D. And this week, what are we talking about, John D? Uh, rolling rights. Yeah. What episode number is this? It's 69. Nice. Giggle. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, all this is all this is staying in. This is good tape. Uh, yeah, so we're talking about rolling rights, which yeah. is the new craze. It same is. as the old craze. I mean, it's been pretty popular a genre. I don't, I don't know why. I don't get it. They're fun. I really like them. I like them. them. I like them a lot. But I don't understand. What happened? You know, I think people that liked Yahtzee at one point started, you know, (laughs) I don't know. Because, like, before all these hit, like, Yahtzee was really the only game in the roll and write genre that I can think of that I really played before. Uh, It, like, predates modern gaming? Yeah. Okay, sure. Like, can you think of any others? Oh, yeah, I guess that would count, too. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean... You sure. roll, you roll some letter I dice. Guess. Yeah, and, yeah, 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 I guess. Yeah, but yeah, there really, really weren't a lot. So that genre but didn't really. There's so many. There's a lot. Yeah, like we could do two more episodes, just of rolling right games. We could. Maybe so, we will. Who knows? We should. We probably do at least one more because there's ones that we actually yeah. wanted to play that either aren't out yet or. Or we that we looked at and said, well, in. we could play this, or, or we could play this one that we already know how to play. Or one that we didn't own, neither one of us owned yeah. yet. So anyway, uh, let's just jump right in there. Sure. So we uh, we can start out talking about Railroad. Pokemon Red and Pokemon Blue. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry, I mean Railroad Ink Red and Railroad Ink Blue. Yes. Got really confused. Uh, my apologies. There are, <laughs> it's real. There's Railroad Ink, colon, Deep Blue Edition, and also Railroad Ink colon blazing red edition and they're uh, exactly the same except except there's an alternate i guess inspansion is what i'm gonna call it it's an expansion that's in the box it's a variant um that includes some different things the blue one has rivers and lakes the red one has like meteors and volcanoes yeah it's stuff to make it harder things that complicate the game and the game was already like stupid hard (laughs) <laughs> it was not. It wasn't that hard. As as far as like putting your city together, yeah, it was. Okay, so here's here's how the game works. You have a uh, how, what is this seven by seven grid? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, seven by seven grid. Um, you have alternating exits or entrances to the city that are either railroads or uh, roads, road roads, <laughs> car roads, car roads. Um, so collectively as a group, you will roll four dice that have different road and railroad patterns on them. Is it four? Yeah, there's four. Okay. The, there's four white dice and then there's the four colored dice. Right. Okay. Well, you can't say that in 2019. Uh, but you, then you dry erase right on your mat and you try to do your urban planning. Yes. It's so basically they're like different shapes like there's there's t's and there's overpasses and basically there are every other square on the outside of your board has either a railroad or a road on it Mm -hmm. and you're trying to get to pay attention to that yeah yeah (laughs) uh you're trying to get all of your networks to connect to those but you can't connect like a road to a railroad Watch it very, very carefully. Yes, John D., that's because right. Because I did that wrong in like four places uh-huh. and it made me super bad lose the game. Yeah. Because I thought I was doing really well. And then the end, I was like, oh, well, crap. I screwed up here and I screwed up here and I screwed up here. 
They call so, it a a multiplayer puzzle game because it really is puzzly. Yeah, it, it is. It is very. It's very thinky. Um, so what you do is, uh, yeah, you roll all four dice and then you draw them on your town and you mark what round it is, and you have to try to connect as many exits together as possible. And there's like a. I feel like if I say this, people will understand what I'm talking about. Ticket to ride style scoring mm-hmm. where the it's it's not a direct correlation like one equals one. It's like one equals one, two equals three, three equals six. Yeah. Four equals some other arbitrary number. Eight. Uh, I'm doubling them, but I don't think that's how it is because I think it's like five equals 27 or something like that. So you want to try to combine and convert because you can convert from railroad to regular road at stations, which doesn't make a lot of sense. Uh, and I'll talk about that in a second, but you want to try to connect all of them together. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a lot harder than it sounds. You also get bonus points. If you have the entire like three by three grid at the very center of your city, completely full. I did that. Yeah. You had seven out of nine. Yep. You, so you got, you got bonus points for that. I had nine out of nine. Um, but I was more, I was focusing just on one half of my city and kind of ignoring the other half. Right. Um, uh, uh, I would not advise anybody to visit any of our cities. Oh no, it doesn't make any sense. So, okay. So you wake up here. Here's how, here's how my city worked. You wake up in the morning, you get in your car, you drive two blocks, you get on a train, you take that train a for block, a block. <laughs> you get off that train, get into a car for three more blocks, and then you get on a train again it, it doesn't make any sense. Well, and in, in my city, from certain parts of the city, had I done it right anyway, uh, there would have been no option to drive to your house. No. You would have had to take the train from your house to another station to then get in a car to drive and then get on a train. Like, <laughs> the city planning in all of these cities was pretty poor. But that's not the point. It, it's not supposed to be a realistic city. It's supposed to be how many roads can you connect to each other. Yeah. And, and and we did that. I, I will say that we did not play with the rivers or lakes or lava or meteors because no. we're we had we're too stupid. <laughs> we had enough trouble <laughs> with just the normal right. gameplay. Right. Uh, I've played this a few times now, and I really really like it. I yeah. I, so our friend Marissa I, I played really with you. Like it. Our friend Marissa uh-huh. played with you the yeah, first time, and she way. kicked your butt. Yeah. Like she destroyed you. Yeah, she did because I was doing dumb stuff. Yeah, I, I was trying to fill in the first time I played was trying to fill in every square because uh, I was like, oh, I need to make my my route efficient. No, 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 no. You don't have to do any well, of that. See, that's what I was doing. And then you I forgot to, to pay attention to like the exits. And yeah, I, you know, and I wish I could say that it was later in the game that I forgot. But oh, no, no, it was, it first, was like my first move. And it was we had just mentioned, hey, yeah, be careful. And it then, was like right after we were like, yes. OK, pay attention, guys, because some of these are roads and some of these are railroads. And Johnny to be was fair, like, OK, to be boop, fair, boop, 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 didn't boop. I say from the beginning, I was like, oh, I'm going to mess this yeah, up. Yeah, you did. You gave us a fair warning. And then immediately you said, I'm, I'm going to forget gonna about that. And then the as right you now. were saying that. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, so. Yeah, you can mix and match and combine the things. Like if you buy one box, it's up to six players, but you can buy multiple boxes and play unlimited players, really, which a lot of these roll rights have that. I mean, it would that. slow down a little bit because this one is like, well, no, I guess the dice are rolled collectively. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. you really, um, you could play with as many people as, as you have boards. Right. Yes. Which a lot of roll rights, like you said, are like that. Yeah. So. Um, like if it comes with a hundred sheets of paper, it says like, one to 100 players. Like, yeah, I, I, I guess you could do that. 
maybe well, leading isn't into, a good leading idea. Leading into the game, yeah, we can says we that. can get to that. Um, hold on, let me look at the outline. Oh, that is next. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, do you have anything else to say that you want to say? About uh, well, I liked Railroad Inc. Inc. It was really really thinky. And so, like, if I'm going to be playing a bunch of rolling rides, I would not want to play more than one really thinky mm-hmm. one. Uh, because t- for me, a rolling rides mostly need to be lighter. Okay. Um, but oh, I really liked it. Yeah. Uh, and I did say something wrong. I think I said four white dice and then there were four colors. It's two of the colors. So if you have, yes. if you're playing with the lakes, it's two blue dice. If you're playing with the lavas, it's two red dice. But if we you didn't want, play with any right, of them. If you want, um, if you want Gengar, you have to trade Gengar. For Kadabra, the man, there's a man in Fuchsia City. I don't know where he is. I'm making a Pokemon joke. Johnny doesn't. It's going right over her head. Mostly, yeah. She played Pokemon Go for like three months. Hey, I watched all of the original Pokemon series. Okay. So. Well, I mean, that's something, I guess. Yeah. I haven't seen anything beyond that, though. <laughs> it's okay. I haven't either, but I still play the games. Yeah. Let, let's, let's, let's do the thing that everybody loves. So you guys have a Nintendo Switch. Is your husband getting the new Pokemon game? I don't know. Maybe, probably. I have it pre-ordered, and I know a lot of people. We never that, pre-ordered that have it pre-ordered as well. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. The only thing that I'm a little upset about, and I think a lot of the internet is blowing this out of proportion, you can't have all the Pokemon in this new game. There's only some that but are. But I thought compatible. you were supposed to catch them all. Right, I know. So they're they're making like this huge deal about how you can. You've always been able to transfer. Well, not always. There was a gap between. Generation two, generation three, but for a very long time, you've been able to transfer your Pokemon forward to the next game. Right. You can't transfer all of them to this one because they said like, oh, there's too many Pokemon. There's like a thousand Pokemon now. We can't animate all those. But then there was an interview recently that they said, "Eh, they'll come back. So I don't know if that's special secret DLC that you have to pay $15 to get more Pokemon. Probably. No, I mean, I, I, Jeremy's probably getting it. Uh, I think my daughter is wanting to get a Switch, oh, yeah. and if she gets a Switch, then it's probably one of the games yeah. that she'll get as well. Um, and no, my daughter's not asking me for a Switch for Christmas. No, she's, she's like 26. 20, so, yeah. She can get her own. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I just wanted to get the Pokemon out of the way while we were still talking about... A lot of Pokemon jokes came up when we yes. were discussing because this game because there's, there's a red, red and a blue. And a blue version. Yeah. yeah. So I just wanted to get that out of yeah. the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But speaking of games like that, speaking of games, we want to get out of the way. No, no that's not real. No, no. I really like this. Now, next speaking one a lot. of games that literally the box says one to a hundred or one to ninety nine. Yeah, it's something. It's a lot. Um, is Welcome to by yeah. Deepwater Games. Did we did we say this? Uh, I'm sorry. I'm going to go back. Railroad Inc. is distributed by Simon in North America and was by Horrible Games. Simon prefers to be referred to as Come On now. Uh, that there's no way that's real. It is absolutely wow. real. Wow, I'm just going to keep calling them too many or not. <laughs> yeah. All right. Come on. <laughs> yeah, so Okay, anyway, welcome to, welcome to yeah. is by Deepwater Games. A phenomenal game. It is. I Deepwater Games wasn't even on my radar until this one came out. Yeah, uh, two years ago at Origins, yes. I picked it up, I think. Uh, that's no, we... I w- well, you might have. I was not able to get it because it was pretty much sold out. Right, we played right. it because our friends Kay, Kay and Leo bought it, and they just would not that's stop. Right, they were right. raving about it. They so brought it, and then the very next day it. I went, and they said, we only have 20 copies. And I said, I'll, I'll take I'll one. I'll take one right now. Yeah. And, we really, and I didn't. 
finally get it until ooh, they the were kick, in the Kickstarter. Most recent Kickstarter. Yeah, that's right. That's and right. That's when I finally got it because every time I try to buy it at convention, it would, be, it would sold be sold out. Yes, yes. So and it was sold out like on on uh, miniature market and all those mm-hmm. like constantly. So as soon as they ran that Kickstarter with all the expansion stuff, yeah, you went all in, right? I did. I went all in. I've got all the expansion stuff. I have the play mats. Um, I've got everything. So I'm all set now. I have all of Welcome to. Welcome um, to dot, dot, dot. And then in parentheses underneath it, your perfect town, I think is what it does. Yeah. Uh, but you're your supposed to name, home? you're supposed to know. name your, your town. Like yeah, the very beautiful. first time I played, um, I think I called mine the jungle the first time. No, no, was it, it was something dirty. It was some dirty joke. Oh, it probably that we can't was because it was like here. two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember what it was, At but it was something point, I did. I did call my town the, the jungle mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure a million other people have also mm-hmm. done that. So it's not like I was being cute and original. Um, but yeah, it probably was a dirty joke. It was, it was. two o'clock yeah, in the morning yeah. and we were drinking. So knowing me. Yeah, it was a big bar on two. Yes. Yeah. So if you've been to Origins, you know what we're talking about when we say big bar on two. If you haven't been to Origins, there's there's a hotel and the second floor is is like a the whole floor is a, it's a balcony it's a sort of, it's, but yeah, it's, it's a yeah. giant bar. So Welcome To is, it fits into the roll and write genre, but it's not, it's flip and write. Yeah, it uses like. cards it uses instead cards. of dice. But functionally, it does the same thing yes and so uh, there are there's multiple things that you're trying to do in the game but mainly you're you're putting numbers into the houses into the there's what four neighborhoods three there's three rows three, okay three streets and whatever you're you call putting them. numbers onto those streets and just like any neighborhood that you go to you're not going to have like one five three seven nine you you, know, you you have to whatever your lowest number is and you you're committed to not going lower than that uh, to the left of that number. Right. Um, so the thing is, is like, as you're playing, when you look at a number, you're like, okay, where can I put this? Because you're going to block, you're going to s- screw yourself out of certain yeah, numbers. Yeah. What is it? What are the numbers? One to 15, I think. I think so. Yeah. So if you, uh, <laughs> if you, for some reason, if you were dumb and put 15, the furthest left over, yeah, then, then you're done. You're done That's with it. that row. But there's more to it than just like putting the numbers on there. Yeah. So, you get points. Um, based on neighborhood size. So one of the objectives is like three houses that are grouped together by a fence or like five grouped together by a fence. And there's different uh, different objectives. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like every game, there's cards. There's a few different ones. A few different ones for, for the... And you get... Yeah. You can get for, points for parks. Yeah. Uh, pools. Uh, yeah, You pools. lose points if you have to do the construction action. Or yeah. no. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Because you, you like screwed up and you have to put them together as like a business. So there's like a sweet a and a sweet B of 14 because you didn't plan correctly. Mm-hmm. There's, I mean, there's a, <laughs> there's more than there's that, a, but we're not going to go through lot. all that. Cause I don't remember. Like there really, it's been a while, um, but there's a lot to the game and I haven't played with the expansion stuff. Right. And those are just new neighborhoods, new neighborhoods. and each one has a unique rule. Yeah. That changes the game in some way, which I'm super excited to play. And like right now with it being October, I kind of want to get out and play the Halloween, yeah, the one. Halloween one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because why not? Right. And there's like a Christmas one and I mean, there's a, there's a bunch of different ones uh-huh. now. So, uh, and I have paper, like paper versions of all of those, but for several of them, I now also have the laminated. Right. And you guys have a laminator, so you could. I could laminate the other more. ones too. Yeah. Uh, I don't think we talked about the mechanic of how the game works. So a roll and write, you know, you roll dice generally, and then you scribble on some paper with this one the backs of the cards have numbers and the fronts have like a pool or a fence or some other thing. 
So you can do some sort of combination of the number that's on, you have three stacks of cards. You flip them over. So you're like, all right, three, 10, six. Mm-hmm. Flip those over. Okay, so now it's five, eight, and seven. But then the backs of the cards. A fence or whatever. Because the backs of the cards that are going to be flipped over. Right. Right. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm having some trouble here. I'm looking at the the art, and there's a raccoon and a dog. Uh, The art (laughs) in the game is very cute. It's It's very like 1950s pop art. Yeah, I love it. Um, but yeah, you, you, you use the addresses and the icons to fill in your neighborhood spaces in the most optimal way. And this is a math problem at its core. It's very mathy. It is. Although like the first time I played, uh, because I'm not great with number patterns anyway, and it was like two o'clock in the morning and and such, uh, I did not do well, but Mm -hmm. I have subsequently done a little better each time I've played. I've even won a couple of times. So, uh, you know, just because he says it's mathy, if you are not a fan of mathy games, don't write this one off. Ha 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 ha. Um, oh, I get it because it's a rolling right. Yeah. Seriously, like. Don't let this one roll over you. <laughs> like, Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's. I really like the game a lot, and I wouldn't have gone all in on the Kickstarter if I didn't like it so much. Yeah, so. it is. It's pretty phenomenal. Uh, it's a very small box, but there's a lot of game in there. Now, I will say this. If you do buy this, the very first thing that you should do is rip off a couple of sheets and get them laminated to use a dry erase. Now, you won't be able to frame your... your you can't take your score yeah. home and frame it, but... Oh, and if you get all of the expansion content and the play mat mm-hmm, and such, mm-hmm, then mm-hmm. it won't all fit in the box. Right. But that's just how things work when you buy a whole bunch of stuff for one game. Yeah. But that's okay. It doesn't that's a trend that I dislike, but what, what are you going to do? You can't right. still sell storage boxes for every single game. Right. Cool. Cool. I bought your expansion and it doesn't fit in the base game because you made this thing this really cool insert I have to throw away. Well, and to be fair, not I mean, this doesn't have an insert. It, to be fair, not every company knows that they're going to be doing expansions sure. when they make the first That's game. That's fair. So, but you know, with this one, you know, it's mostly extra content is just like more, more pads of papers right. and stuff. So really it's very easy that I can just store those on a shelf, like right yeah. next to the box. It's not going to hurt anything. Um, it's not like there's lots of little tiny bits and pieces. Right. And honestly, what you could do to make it all fit is, uh, I wouldn't play this with more more than six people, eight maybe, but just take a few of each of the neighborhoods, laminate them, put them in the box. You don't need to keep all 100 sheets of paper in there together. Like John, I would play it, I would play it with a lot of people. Like I know Deep Water when they've done events at like mm, conventions, like bingo they put it style. up on like an overhead mm-hmm. and that way, you know, 100 people can sit there and play if they want. Uh, because the game, what you do literally does not affect anybody yeah, else. You matter. are playing a game by yourself with other people sitting around you. So it's a solo game with friends. <laughs> yeah. No, that, that's right. That's right. I don't know. It's pretty cheap. I think it's like 25 bucks. I don't remember. Something like that. But I, I would say pick this one up. If you uh, all are interested in rolling rights, this is the one that I would recommend out of all of the ones that we're going to talk about today. Now, that's it's not a good to say to that start with. none of them are, are good. I, I think that. There's a couple of these that maybe are not my favorite, but I think Welcome To is very, it's very, pardon the pun, welcoming. It's yeah. very accessible. I Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, it's maybe not the most accessible of the ones we're going to talk about today, but we both really like it. Mm-hmm. And the art's fun. You get to name your own town. Who doesn't want to name their own town, right? Yeah, Butteville. Yes. Not Buttville, Johnny. It's I, got an umlaut. Nope, yours was Buttville. Nope. nope. Anyway. The next one... Not my favorite game. 
I didn't dislike it, but out of the ones we're talking about, it was my least favorite. So it's uh, St. Malo from, uh, it was distributed by Ravensburger. Yeah, Ilya slash Ravensburger. Yeah. So St. Malo is... Should I just say all the bad... I'm just going to ramble off the bad things that well, I Well, hold on. Let's explain the I hate the, the markers. Game. I hate... Can we... <laughs> shut up. Oh, my God. So okay. St. Malo, you are, it's, you're building your city, and it's based on the town of St. Malo. Mm-hmm. And you are, based on the die that are being rolled, you are either placing different types of citizens into your town. There's, like, merchants, and merchants get you coins based on how many, um, like boxes of goods that they're near there's architects and if you get architects can build houses but you have to spend logs to build houses so there's logs Uh there are churches and you're trying to get a series of one a number one church number two church and number three one all the way up to five has to start at one and you get points based on how many churches you have in that series there are walls which if you don't build walls and or soldiers then Pirates, when yeah. they attack, are going to make you lose points. So you start out the game with a certain number of cannons. Five, and I think. Something like that. Five or six. Well, anytime you can't defend against the pirates when they attack, every every cannon lost is worth negative five points at the end of the game. Um, pirates attack anytime at the when it's your turn, you get to roll the dice up to three times. You can only use one symbol, so it's not like you can go. Oh, I'm going to do this and this because I have you. You can only put, pick one symbol. So if there are any pirates left at the end of your three rolls, then for each pirate you mark on the main board that that many pirates came. Mm -hmm. And once you get to, depending on how many players in a game, like for three players, once you got to six pirates in each row, they would attack. And each time they attack, they get stronger. So, oh yeah, yeah. So uh, with two players, they have four. And then three players adds two more, four players adds two more, five players adds two more. So if you're playing with five players, it's ten pirate rolls. And the first time they attack, it's one. Second time, it's three. Then six, eight, ten, twelve. And that's the strength. Right, right, right. So if you have all of your walls built, each wall is uh, is for two defense. So for all four walls, that's, uh, gosh, what is that, eight? (laughs) So then you got to build. You got to have at you least four have soldiers, soldiers. To, yeah. to balance that out. Yeah. Yeah. And the game ends when one person has filled in all forty-five spaces on their town, and that includes twenty-five spaces on the inside. And I can't math in my head. Um, twenty. Twenty. Yeah, twenty. Because these are in the way. The, the, right. Like the oh, pillars yeah, yeah, yeah. that explain. So the th- there's a lot to this game, but once you, it was, we got, we learned it really quickly and mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. wasn't too terribly difficult to play. I liked it. It was probably my least favorite of the ones that we played for this episode, but I did like it. Well, I will say I'm glad it's your game and not my game. Cause I, it's not that I didn't have fun. I just would never bring this out for any reason. I don't know that I would or not. Uh, maybe. It, and I wouldn't say, like, if someone wanted to play this, I wouldn't say, oh, no, I don't. I hate that game. Because that's not true. I would just rather play a different game. Well, that's fair. That's fair. Um, I My biggest problem with the game wasn't with the game itself. It was with the markers. The components. So the, it came with really nice boards. Uh, it came with, like, wooden dice, although the wooden dice were really, really, really lightweight. Yeah. But it's fine. They got stained from the ink from because, the markers. Because so the markers that they that came with the game were not they're normal like, little they weren't normal dry erase markers. They're alcohol based paint markers. 
So it's like almost impossible to write on your board with them because <laughs> the the ink just starts immediately like it immediately dissipating. evaporates. So uh, I got out a dry erase marker from another game mm-hmm. because it was driving me nuts. And uh, until I did that, I was getting like black ink on my hand yeah. every time I would try to do something because I'd accidentally touch. It, it was it made me mad. Like, don't listen here, publishers. If you're making a roll and write and you're going to have components for dry erase, don't give us crappy markers. Like, right. if you're going to provide markers, provide markers that uh, actually write on your component. Otherwise, just don't give us markers and just tell us to get our own. Well, I don't know about that. Don't don't make me provide my own markers. I'm just saying, if you're going to provide a marker, provide one that actually works. Sure, that's fair. That's fair. I, I don't know. The, the game itself was fine. The components, yeah, I, I will say they're hit or miss, but it wasn't an overall bad experience. I enjoyed the game. Uh, there there was nothing inherently wrong with the game. Right. It was enjoyable. It wasn't so thinky that I got, you know, frustrated with playing. Mm-hmm. It was it was a very easy game to play. I just would put it fairly low on on my rankings. If mm. I was going to rank roll and write games that I've played up to this point, it would probably be like if, towards the bottom of the list um, as far as rankings go. So I will say this. Downstairs, um, we have some shelves of like easier to play games and like easier to learn games because if we invite people over and they want to play some games, I'm not going to drop Twilight Imperium on them, on them. You can't even drop Twilight Imperium on me. Right. Um, Having said that, I wouldn't put this down there. I mean, I would if you're only clarifying, oh, these are easy games to learn. But I wouldn't because it's not one that I think would encourage people that don't play games normally to be like, awesome. Non-gamers are not going to want to play this. No. Versus some of the other games that we played. Like the next one we're going to talk about, I think, would appeal to a wide variety of people. Right. I, I I think Welcome to... You could probably maybe get away with, but it's a little bit complicated there at the end. I think it would come Railroad Inc. I think you could definitely get people to play, but they would do what you did and miss a lot of things mm-hmm. and, and and have the, the, the negative points for the errors. But the next three we're going to talk I about are very accessible. I think the next three are accessible. a lot more accessible, especially yes. the, the one here that I drew all these arrows next to. I really think is the most accessible out of Sad all of them. I disagree, but... We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Let's get to the next one. We'll do a summary at the which end. Which is made by a furniture company. Yes. On Tour from <laughs> BoardGameTables.com. Uh-huh. So on Tour, you have... Uh, you're, you're playing, basically, you are a band of some type. Uh-huh. You There's... are a band, and you are going to go on tour. That's why it's called On Tour. Mm-hmm. And the story is that it's you're like the tour manager, and it's your job to schedule the band stops over your 100-day tour, visiting as many states as possible. So the way the wow. game works is you have a map of the United States in front of you. Sort just of. the continental United yeah, States. Although, sort of. uh, I think it's just New England instead New England, of like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Every every round, you're going to bring out three cards. The three mm-hmm. cards are going to show different regions of the country. So there's like a east, a west, a north, and a south. Yeah. And those are all like sectioned out on your map that's in front of central. you. Central. They're central, too. Oh, and central, yes. So you've got the three cards out. Those define where you can put your numbers for that turn. Then you're going to roll two dice. They're what, D10s? <laughs> yes, they're D10s. So... If you For roll, easy purposes, let's say that it's a, a three and a seven. So then you have to write a 37 in one state 
and a 73 in another state. So you have to write both of the numbers that are depicted on the dice. And they have to go in one of the regions on the on the three cards, and you can't put two in one re- like one card. Right, you can't can't claim the card twice. Twice, basically. Um, if you roll doubles, then you get to just put a wild, which is a star. You get extra points if you put the number. Each card that's flipped over has like a capital city on it for one of the states. If you put your number in that exact location on your map, you get to circle it. And then if when you're doing your actual mapping out if you actually go through a state with a circle it's an extra point yeah so let's say the the flip is um you've got a south a central and an east and the south is colorado and the central is arkansas and the east is mid-coastal which is the new england area right if you put your 73 in colorado that's an you extra get to circle point. It, as long cool. as you go through it. Right. You, Which <laughs> you might not do. You might not do. So the game ends when all of the st- all the states have a number written in them. And then you have to draw a line like your your path starting with the, the lowest number, going up to the highest number as far as you can go without going through any one state twice. And I found it easier about halfway through to start mapping out. Now I realize maybe I, I should have planned a little bit farther ahead, like from the beginning, but you cannot do that. Like no. there's, it's impossible for you to plan from the beginning, a way to go through all of them. You can't do it. Mm-mm. So like halfway through you, maybe you've got a good deal of your numbers. You need to start going like, okay, I've got a one here and a seven here. I need to put something in there. If I can, I've got two blanks. Maybe I can get a two and a five or a two and a two. Yeah. Cause that counts. Yeah. So I've played the game like three or four times now. And I think the highest score I've seen, and that's with circle number, extra points, and just you get one point for each state you go through. I think the highest number I've had in a game was like 41 or 43, something around there, which is pretty good. I mean, chances are they probably went through like six or seven like circled states. So it's like mine's 38 is my high. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not an easy game. It's very thinky. But it's not, like, hard as in how to learn how to play. It's right. just very thinky and, like, uh, trying to decide where you're going to put your numbers. And you're going to get play times where you're like, I'm, I have no place to put this. I'm gonna p-. Like, I almost never actually have ever gone through Florida. I always throw some, yeah. some throwaway yeah, number in some Florida. Down there and the same with, like, Maine. Yeah. Just acknowledge that there's some places you're not going to get to. Just put your 98 up there because you're never getting there. You're not getting the 98. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that. That's on tour. It's the components are great. When you buy the game, just just the game, you get four boards, uh, the dice, the cards and four dry erase markers. You mm-hmm. can buy additional boards and markers mm-hmm. and the box supposedly will hold up to 12. Yes, it does. So I think that's what I have in mind. I think I've I got mine. I've got eight. Yeah, you just boards. have eight. But I think I went ahead and got all of them because I was like, well, why not? I yeah. don't remember for sure, though. I could, be, could yeah. be totally lying, but I think my box is totally full. Um, now, I will say, this game is not for everybody. I have played it with some people that are gamers. They like Roll and Rides, and they just did not like the game. Mm-hmm. Um, but I find it very fun. There have been several times that I've wanted to bring it out and play it. So, you know, if I was going to have a, an area like what you have, Jared, yeah, I would definitely put it in that area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think... Well, especially since I don't want to uh, necessarily have people draw black marks on my table. Right. Um, because my table, my, my game table, has it has a very small lip. 
You know what? I'll just say it's from it's the, one of the tables from BoardGameTables.com. It is. So it's it's the Duchess table, which is fine for Roland Rights, but we played this on a real table because a real table has a writing surface. I could have put the topper on and we could have used it like a real right, table, but right. that's so much trouble to go through. So this one does live downstairs uh, just because... It's easier. Right. And I don't want to try to get dry erase out of my play mat. And it, 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 it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. Buy this game. Sure. It's great. We don't get any money if you buy this game, but no. we we do know the people from this company. At least some of them, yeah. Some, yeah, well, I, yeah. I only know one of them. Right. But uh, So shout out to Katie, since yeah. we're saying we know Katie. We, lo- we love you, Katie. Um, anyway. We'll see you soon. Sure. I don't know where, but mm. anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, that's on tour. And you get to name your band, by the way. Yeah. Uh, you can do what I did, which is. Uh, he changed the name of his every band Every few several cities. Times. Yeah. I was like, well. Hey, well, so each of the board is, is a theme. Like, there's a jazz band, there's a rock band, there's a country band, hip hop. You were the mm-hmm. hip hop band. Yeah, I think so. Uh, and you kept changing the First name. First, we of your were the Wu Tang Club. Yes. And then we got sued. So we changed it to the Tang Club. Yep. Then we got sued again. <laughs> See, every game is a role playing game if you try yeah. hard enough. <laughs> Even a roll and write. I don't remember, like, I know we posted pictures, I think. I don't remember what I ended up with my band name being. Well, I ended up with, at the very end, I had 38 points, so I changed my band's name to 38 Special. That's right. I remember <laughs> that. You sure did. Uh, they, they also were going to get sued. I, oh, this. yeah. Point blank. They would get sued. Uh, the, but it's, it's a pretty good game. Uh, oh, mine <laughs> mine were the Fart Knockers. Wolf, uh, I'm going to have to bleep that. And the, they ended up being that because I like had a turn where I was I was not doing well. And I was I, I think I said Fart Knocker or something. And they were like, that should be your band name. Um, yeah. I don't know, Johnny. I think it's just because you're. Just a r- real rude person. Sure. Saying real rude things. Yep. Cat's uh, band was called Sweet Whiskey. Mm. And my husband Jeremy's was Smoke, either yeah, Smoke and Fire or The Smoke Fire or, sm- I don't know. The word smoke and the word fire were in mm. his. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so that's on tour. Uh, it's, it's nice. The boards uh, accept the ink. Very nicely, and they erase very nicely. There's no problem of with some other games that we had with both writing and erasing. Yep, I'm not mad. All right, so let's go on the, on this next one. Let me let me do some setup here. Uh, it was the last day of Gen Con. We were just walking around trying to kill some time before the dealer's hall closed, and we walked by a booth, and I was like, "Oh, this game's cute. Look, at, I like this art. This is nice." let's learn how to play this game. So we sat down, we did about two rounds of a demo before the guy that was hosting the demo walked away to make a sale. And then we said, okay, well, I've played enough of this. I want this. Sunflower Valley. Jared, you want to tell us how Sunflower Valley um, plays? Playroom Entertainment is the 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 thing. And I guess, I don't know when Ultra Pro bought them, but it was sometime in, I want to say like 2016. But basically the game worked like this. You roll dice, you say, Oh, I'm a train. I'm gonna put this here. Oh, that's not really what happened. So, um, you send me a text, John D, or are you sending someone else a text? Okay. I'm sending Cat a text. Oh, uh, okay. Um, so Sunflower Valley, it's very accessible. It has cool dice, as purported by the box. Um, you draw. You have a mountain valley board that has hexes with different regions. There's purple region, uh, green, orange, blue, and purple. No, you said purple. I said purple is it? 
yellow. I think it's yellow. Yellow sounds right. So you you roll the dice. You have a collective dice pool. And then in player order, you will select a die and place it on one of the colored squares in the like group pool. So you have chosen both a die face and a color region. So let's see, there's a sheep, there's houses, there's railroad straight, there's railroad curved, there's sunflower, and then there's the super sunflower, right? I think that's what it is. The yes. Super sunflower. So basically, um, if you draw a house in blue, you draw a house, you get two people. If you draw a sheep in green, you draw a sheep in green. The sheep have to somehow be connected to a house, whether that's through a group of houses or a group of sheep or a house that's connected to a train track that's connected to another house because um, the sheep can't figure out how to ride trains by themselves. They have to be put on there by a human. I don't know. So let me give you a little tip. Don't let somebody else read the rules to you for this one. Just run through the rules. They're really quick. Uh, Just look at them yourself. Yeah, I don't know about that. Um, the sunflowers give you points if they're around a mountain, and the super sunflower gives you an extra person. Jondi's complaint was that the iconography uh, on the boards was, was not, not super clear, uh, which is fair. All of our complaints were that. It's fair um, because it's it kind of makes it look like maybe you get five points for every three people that you have, but that's not what it means. It means that if you have the most, you get five. If you have the second most, you get three. Um, the iconography about having the most sunflowers in a specific valley also is not clear. Um, but basically, if if you as a player have more sunflowers in orange than anyone else has in orange, you get bonus points for orange yes. sunflowers. Yes, Or green or blue or whatever. Not the most overall. Um, John D. Super loaded up her one region. Uh, well, I just didn't orange. have any place else to put them and I kept getting them, so... Right. And there's a, there's like a quote-unquote penalty. It's like a free sunflower if you have no other legal placements. Yeah. You, place of sunflower i think this game is great i thought it was great i would like it better the next time i play yeah. because there are some things that both cat and i misunderstood when it was explained to us uh -huh. and i think she figured it out most like at least part of the way through the game but in i didn't so in my head i thought that each house had to be, at least be connected to a sheep yes you had to have one sheep per house yes and I didn't because I thought, well, this one sheep is connected to these two houses. So I thought it was fine. Right. So basically, I guess the, the, the reality of this is you're feeding the people sheep and they have to be able to get to or the clothing sheep. people yeah, with the sheep whatever. something. They're basically, you just need to resources. have one one to one ratio for mm -hmm. your sheep and houses. And I misunderstood that. So it hurt me real bad. Yeah. Um, but I mean, that's fine. Uh, you know, uh, we have said a million times that you never play a game right the first time. Yeah. So, you know, it's fine. I did not do well, but I think I will do a lot better the next time we play because I, I fully understand what I'm doing with all the different sections. So I think it's a fairly accessible game as long as everybody 100% understands the rules because there are a few things that I felt like were a little bit unclear. Right, and, and I will say this. The next time we play, we can play on a totally different map. The game comes with like 20 something different maps. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. 20 double sided player sheets. Now everyone has to use the same layout. Like the same side or so whatever. So it's like an yeah. A, a B, a C, a D. Yeah. So everybody has to use everyone, all, all the A's, all the B's, well, anyway, whatever. So the next time we play, we can do a totally different layout, which I think is pretty cool. You know, they could have just included the same, like, one thing and said, okay, well, every time you play, it's the same. And yeah. basically... Well, and one of the things I think we all enjoyed with this one was drawing the different yes. elements. Like, you actually draw sheep and you actually draw mm -hmm. your houses and you draw the sunflowers. 
And that was a really fun thing anyway, because all of us were drawing things differently. Yeah. I drew all my super sunflowers as super saiyans. Yeah, you did. And my regular sunflowers as just regular Goku hair. Yes, you did. Uh, that's a I Dragon drew Ball mine, Z joke. I drew mine all as, as sunflowers, yeah. but my super sunflowers had a little person standing next to them because oh, super sunflowers give you a, give you a, a, a give you a people. Yeah. My sheep, not all of them really looked like sheep. They no, looked my like, sheep looked like bugs. My sheep kind of just looked like a cloud with a face. Yeah, they weren't great. But, you know, that that was a really fun aspect of the game for me, because especially by the time I realized I had messed things up so badly, I was like, well, you know what? I'm just going to have fun drawing little things on my board. The drawing things on the board aspect of this was very, I, I think, is what will make people enjoy it. Yeah, I would agree. Um, because it doesn't do mechanically anything super special. I mean, there is the cool thing where you claim both the die and the region. So you can really lock someone out of playing. You can. Like, I think towards the end of the towards game. Towards the end of the game, we were kind of doing that. Yeah, we, we like, were like, we're, well, we're hate drafting our dice. Yeah, I think so. Because it was like, well, there's no good place for me. Uh, I can't I'm use a railroad anyway. But I know that if I take this color, Jondi doesn't get to play at all this round. I mean, you, yep. you get to draw like a, a pity stupid sunflower. sunflower. So, which so we is, definitely did that a few times towards did. the end of the game. Yeah. So there is, this game does have a little bit of a screw your neighbor aspect. Mm, but to I, it. I like it a lot. Now I, I do know from doing a little bit of research here that there's a card game version that's coming out at Spiel this year. I don't Which Spiel is coming up very soon. Yes. If you don't know, um, it's Essen. A lot of people just call it Essen, but Spiel is actually the name of the convention, which just means game. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know anything about it. I just know that there's a card game version that Hobby World is, is publishing and they want to, they hope that it'll also be published internationally. So who knows? Uh, yeah. I'd pick it up. Um, I mean, depending on, you know, I, I'm not just going to blind buy it. I'm going to have to look at it, but right. So maybe by like next Gen Con or yeah. the Gen Con after. Yeah. We'll I mean, I really it. enjoyed this one, the dice one. So yeah, I it was cool. probably enjoy the card game. The next one that we're going to talk about was my, by, by far my favorite of all of these. Mm -hmm. So the next one is Once Upon a Castle from Blue Orange Games. I had uh, one major problem that I want to talk about just to get the negative out of the way. Well, let's explain the game first. No, let me let me say this, Jondi. If, okay. if you have a roll and write game and you're publishing it, put some pencils in it. Okay. Put some pencils fair. in the game. That's fair. Like, it's not a big deal. We, we had to go, plenty of pencils. We had to go hunt but, down pencils. But so. like, if like, do you know how cheap it is to include? Uh, like, I, okay, I, I'm going to do like an economy of scale here. Let's say a pencil costs you an extra penny. And you're printing 10,000 games. Sure, that's 10,000 pennies. I had to go into the other room and dig through a drawer. Oh my God, that was so pencils. hard for you. I mean, it would have been what nice if, if I bought this pencils? at Gen Con? Like, what if this was at a game convention and I bought this game and I was like, oh my God, I can't wait to play it. Let's play it yeah, right now. And I, I open agree. it and I'm like, well, there's so no that happened to me when I got the game. I got it at Origins and then. Right. Um, it was it was a game that one of the three of us staying in our hotel room were going to get it and we're like, well, let's play it and see who wants it. Uh huh. And, um, and. and we had no to pencils. like, I, well, in hotel rooms, you're, you know, there might be one or two pens yeah, yeah. and we fortunately were able to, to finagle. We, we found some pens, but you know, we we're in a hotel room, so it wasn't like super easy to have writing utensils. So I will agree with you there. Right. So th that's really the only bad thing that I ever say. I just wanted to get that out of the way. It's a really silly complaint, but so the it, game itself uh, it could be a very serious complaint yeah. to someone at a specific time. Yeah. So the game itself is really it's pretty uh, silly. It's, it's, it's yeah. very silly. So you're just trying to draw all the different components of a castle. And uh, the different components get you different amounts. Like there's people that there's you're putting into your castle. There's collection in this one. Yes. Yes. Which I thought was interesting. Um, well, yeah, it was. 
Like, if you look at our Instagram, you'll see pictures of our hassles. My, uh, there's two sides of your player board. One side has, like, a dot, uh, dotted outline of the castle, and you just trace over it uh, for each section that you're, that you're getting done. There's, like, walls, and there's pennants for the walls, and there's a, there's a dungeon tower that, in the rules, it said dung oh, Yeah, I guess that's another thing that I have to say. <laughs> the, rule, the rules are not, are, are not great. They're there's, understandable, but there's, there's like... There's a sentence that says, there are several ways to draw towers. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> or okay. it kept what? calling the dungeon... Uh, donjon. Donjon. Which is French for... For dungeon. For dungeon. I, I really think Blue Orange, they're, they're a French company. And they were like, what's the English word for, for donjon? Oh, dungeon. Yeah, they have that word. <laughs> donjon. There, there are three ways to draw walls. Okay. okay. There are four ways to draw flags. How? <laughs> Tell us how. how? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me how to play the game. The donjon thing was great because if you look at our pictures that we posted, Kat actually started putting the word donjon, donjon, donjon. Uh, on her tower, like her dungeon tower, and then she turned it into Donjon's Crab Shack. Yeah, I, I clipped the mic real bad. That's going to sound great. So anyway, you're just trying to draw the different elements of your castle. The different elements get you different amounts of points. Yeah. Your people, like sets of people get you certain points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, and, and so mechanically, the game works by you. There's two dice. Uh-huh. You roll the two dice. On my turn, I pick two actions. On your turn, I pick one. So yes. when you roll the dice, I still get one of the things. Yes. And I take a, 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 little chip. a thing that looks like a spree, like the candy. It does. And put it on my board. And when I fill up a row or a column, I can spend those to do that the, And their resources. They're like wood and mm-hmm. stone and food. So if you want to build a tower that's worth one, I'm sorry, a donjon that's worth one point, you need a wood and um, some gold. No, that's not the... What is that? The dungeon's the big tall thing in the back. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, that's over here. Yeah, th- that was the, the turret. If you want to build a turret worth one. Yes. It's... Uh, the tower is a wood. Yeah, the donjon, you need a stone and a wood. And you draw it in the back of your tower thing, and then you get a card. You get a people that... When you build things. a piece of your donjon, yeah. yes. And the, the cards have... The, d- the cards are like special people that mm-hmm. get you different abilities and such. Some of them are instantaneous benefits. Some, some of, of them, them are, are end of game benefits. Or some of them are like a constant ability benefit. That one that I had that really, really pushed Made me over you the top. Made you win. Uh-huh. So there's... Um, the dice are... You know, they have different sides, but one of them is a question mark. And you can... Decide what resource it is. Basically do that. I had a person that anytime I claimed the question mark, instead of getting a resource, I just got two points. So I said, okay, why I wouldn't I take that? I feel like that was kind of a broken person. That's what the rules said. It, uh, no, I'm not <laughs> saying that. Yeah, I just feel like uh, it was super OP. Yeah. But it's a really, really fun little game. We all had a blast drawing the different things. Like my husband... Uh, instead of just like filling in the little outlines of the people, he was actually drawing people uh, with hats or like different mm-hmm. things. Actually, my husband, there's two sides of the, pl- of the player thing. Right. There's one side that has the dotted outline. The other side is just blank. And you, then you just draw your castle. And my husband decided to draw one that was... It was like non-Euclidean. It was, <laughs> it was nuts. A disaster. Uh, which you can also see in, on our Instagram. So uh, he got he decided to get super creative with his... But, but he lost. He was in last place because he spent too much of his resources 
Building weird things. Building walls that couldn't possibly stand up. You know that that like optical illusion where you look at the top of the elephant and it looks normal and then you look at the bottom and it has like six <laughs> legs? His castle looked like that. Or that fork that if you look at half of it, you're like, oh, it's got four forks. Oh, wait, actually, it's supposed to have five. <laughs> That's, totally That's what his like castle was. It totally was. It was nuts. But uh, yeah, so I, I found this one to be a delightful game. It would be a lot more accessible if they... Uh, fix the rule book. I think that if you were not a gamer, not a big gamer, and bought this game and read the rule book, you you would not know what to do. I really think the rule book is a little bit of a problem, but not as big of a problem as give me some pencils. I don't think it was that big of a problem. I mean, there were a few things like when it said there are right. four ways well, to you just had to we could was, figure that out. I think it was just organized badly. We it could wasn't figure out what Don badly John means, uh, but. Overall, I, I found the game to be very delightful. It is a game I will definitely play. I've already played it twice. Mm-hmm. I would I would pull it out and play it with my nephews. It is it is a really fun game, and we all thoroughly enjoyed playing yeah. it. Um, it. One of the suggested things that you can do is to use colored pencils. Oh, shut up. I want to do that next uh-huh. time. Uh-huh. Yeah, next well, time, I mean, colored pencils, 100%. Yeah. Yes. It is a very cute game, and if they just, you know, one or two minor rule book tweaks, I think that you would be able to have a much more accessible game. Having said that, it's still pretty good. Yeah. Still enjoyed it quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, of all of these games, um, all except for maybe St. Mallow, and even then, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not against playing it again, but right. all of the rest of my 100% would play again. And St. Mallow, I'm not against playing again. I just don't know that it's going to come up again. Right. Right, uh, and and the markers just railroad ink for me was a little almost on the borderline of too thinky for for this genre mm. of game for okay. me, but I did not dislike it at all. Okay. I would a hundred percent play it again. I don't know that I would buy it, mm. but mm. I would definitely play it again. Yeah, well, you don't have to buy it because because uh, you have I it. have both of them. Yes, I can trade with myself. I have two Game Boys and both copies. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, there's definitely a lot more Rollin' Rights out there that we want to play, and so I really think there's going to be at least a part two to this episode, probably in a few more months. Absolutely, we're going to hit this up again. Definitely. There's going to be some period of time where it's like, well, John D., we don't have, you're going on a trip. Here, why don't you take two of these pieces of paper with you, and then I'll just Skype you in. We totally could do that. Like, this is... You can pretty much Skype any game, but a lot of them would be more challenging to do through I Skype. I think a roll and ride. A roll and ride is so 100% easy. I'm sorry, we shouldn't say Skype. We should say Discord because we're using that now. And if you want to be part of that conversation, go to our website and click on the thing that looks yes. like Mickey Mouse's underwear that John D decided <laughs> that's what it looks like. It's not. It's his pants. Whatever. It's the Discord little, yes, little controller guy, man. But it looks like Mickey Mouse's pants. Mm, I don't know about that. So, yeah, uh, we're on Discord now. Um, we're trying to build up that community. So join Discord. If, if, if at some point we actually do start playing Tabletop Simulator, whether or not we stream it or not, when we do that, we'll start posting in there that we're playing Tabletop Simulator if you people want to join us. So that's probably in the next 12 months that we'll start doing that. Yeah. So, yeah, join us on Discord. Uh, find us on Facebook. And while we're talking about social media... We should probably mention that you can also find our Extra Life link. Yeah, 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 yeah. I want to talk about this. Here's the deal, guys. Did you know that every year there are thousands of kids that need medical treatment and their families can't afford it? Uh, Did you know that there's a charitable organization that helps raise money for those hospitals so that they can provide... Children's Miracle Network. Yeah, lower cost or in some cases free health care to those children? Well, there's a charity called Extra Life, and it raises money, as Johnny said, for the Children's Miracle Network. Um, 
we we have a, a hospital here in, at Riley Children's Hospital. It's in Indianapolis. But we are trying to raise some money for them. We're we're joining with some other people, and we want to try to make a difference in the lives of some sick kids. So please go to our website now and go ahead and donate. You can donate a dollar. You can donate a hundred dollars. Whatever you can afford. Yeah. But please consider donating a little bit of money to the cause. And if you can't or for some reason don't want to post that we're doing it yeah, tell your just friends pass it on like you know maybe your cousin or whatever had to have a major surgery when they were a little kid and their life was saved i don't know i don't know you i can't see you this is a one-way experience unless you join our discord server but yeah, consider consider donating if you're able, and and at least consider sharing the link uh, to uh, where we're trying to fundraise. Yeah. And and if you're listening in the car right now, you can go to extra-life.org/slash/participant/slash/jaredk, or go to eatchitanddice.com/slash/extra-life all one word, and it'll forward you to the link where you can cl- click that button, make that difference. Hashtag for the kids. Yep, and we'll probably we're gonna try to post a few videos from Extra Life, mm-hmm. and you'll and be I able to donate ahead from of time too, if, yeah. if we can get our ducks in a row, uh, yeah. our, our, and, our uh, games in a row. You will be able to donate. We'll put the links for donating on those videos as well. And again, I I I just I want to stress this: we're not gonna shame you. We're not gonna. If you can't, you can't. absolutely. Not. Doesn't I matter. get I get money being tight, or I get any reason. I if you don't want to donate. That does not make you a bad person. I don't care. But if you can and you want to, we would really appreciate it. Yeah. Um, we don't get any of the money. We don't get anything out of this. We don't get in, anything. In fact, this is costing me. <laughs> the last time we did this, it cost me probably like $1,000 to do this. But it was worth it because we raised money for the kids. Yeah. Um, we are doing this with a with a st peter's church uh board game group which is not a church organization it's not they just do it at a a church at a church and some of the people that are there go to that church this is sadly the last year that they're going to be doing their extra life event Mm -hmm. so jared and i will look into either doing a stream or doing something uh differently next year uh i've already gotten some invitations for us to join like attend other people's extra Mm -hmm. life events Mm -hmm. so we'll still be doing something for extra life next year it'll just be different so. All right. Well, now that we've begged for money in one way, let's beg for money for someone else. Yo, hit the Kickstarter thingy. P- play the play the music, Johndy. Uh, so play the <laughs> play the music. Play that funky music, Johndy. So we are we are uh, looking at a roll and write, actually a stroll and write. Yeah. Game on Kickstarter called Seven Bridges. Um, I don't know how to pronounce the name of this um this city. Konigsberg? Maybe. maybe. It's a, uh, allegedly a real city. So that's kind of cool. Uh, it's, it's a city that's apparently famous for its seven bridges. Mm-hmm. So in this game, it looks like it plays a little bit like Railroad Inc. It's a route building roll and write. So yeah, kind of. Yeah. But this one, instead of um, rolling four die and you're, you're placing all four die, this one is a drafting thing. So you're going to roll the dice and then in player order, you're going to pick one of the dice that's going to eliminate that for the other players. Yeah. And you're drawing a path through the city and, and uh, you know, you, you have to visit the landmarks. You have to visit all seven bridges. And there's different types. It looks like there's, there's buildings that you're putting in. There's landmarks, bridges, uh, streets or f- uh, streets, footpaths, mm-hmm. uh, trees. So there's, there's lo- it looks like there's a really kind of a lot going on in the game. And 
you know, I think it looks pretty, pretty good. I'm not 100% sure that if it keeps up its current funding, it, it will fund. Yeah, it may not. It may not, but this one looks really cool. Hopefully, if it doesn't fund, then they'll come back and relaunch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because it does look pretty pretty, pretty fun. Uh, it's got a solo, solo player mode available for people that like to play roll and rights or just play solo games by themselves. It plays up to six people. I haven't played it, so I don't know if it scales like a lot of roll yeah, and rights Yeah, I would imagine do. that it doesn't because of the drafting mechanic. That would be my added guess. more dice. Which, because like Sunflower uh, Valley yeah. also would not scale right, because of the drafting the, the thing. dice, yeah. But, uh, it plays up to six, so that's a pretty good number of people. And... It looks like it comes with pencils. Uh, actually, no, there's six six colors, so each player gets a color. Oh, really? So anyway, that is that is the Stroll and Write that we're talking about. It's by Puzzling Pixel Games. I think that if they don't fund this time, that they will probably give it... I mean, I don't know them, but I would guess that they'll give it another another mm -hmm. go. And I think it looks pretty fun. I, I'm not 100%. I'll probably back it for a dollar and then maybe revisit it later. Did you have a, another one? Nope. Oh. Okay. Uh, well, then, in that case, Jondi... Until next time, you can eat chit and dice. Well, no, until next time, you can go to, to the Extra Life page and donate money for the, for the kids. And then you can eat chit and dice. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, good night, everybody. Bye forever. Eat Chit and Dice is an independent production of Swin Media and is distributed under a Creative Commons license, attribution, non-commercial, share alike, 4.0, international.